Yes, hello and welcome to episode number 9 of the End-to-End Football Podcast. This week, we take a look at the hows and the whys Ranieri gets the sack at Leicester. We also review the EFL Cup final, along with all the Premier League action. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast, where we get stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. With big on opinions, low on facts. A podcast that is based on our own opinions about the goings-on in the English Premier League. We'll be running through all the games, all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Let's get ready to rumble! Right, yes, we're back in this week. And it's been a very, very scintillating week this week in the in the Premier League. You're here with myself, Stuart, my two co-hosts. Kuda, say hello to the people out there. Hello, peeps. Hello, peeps. <laughs> How's it going, Sean? How's it going? How's it going? It's all good. It's all good. Let's 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 get stuck into the uh, the hot topic of this week. How can a manager go from winning the Premier League to not even seeing the next season out? Especially for a club like Leicester, that's absolutely ridiculous. If the reports are true that all these players went up to the owners and got him the sack, I hope they take a long, hard look at themselves in the mirror and really ask themselves a question, have I given Ranieri everything that I could this season? And I would Snakes. say, exactly, I would say the vast majority of them cannot even look themselves in the mirror this morning. It's ridiculous. Absolute joke. Sold him down the river. They should be ashamed of themselves. They really should. Yeah, they should do. That's absolutely disgusting. Like Some of these players, you think they would have ever won the premiership with any other team? Do you think anybody else would have really looked at them? He gave them an opportunity. Gave them, them the confidence. The yeah, put them on the map. And look, look what they've gotten. They've gone and stabbed him in his back. Uh, that's absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. I think with him as well, he's a victim of his own success. Because everybody's looking at him this season to say, oh, well, you won the Premiership last season, you should be higher. But really and truly, this is possibly where Leicester should have been in reality to where they ended up last season. Very true. Mm. Well, what if I play devil's advocate? I don't believe this, obviously, but I just play devil's advocate. And you say like, well, we're playing very poorly. We can't get rid of the players mid-season. The only man we can get rid of is a manager. What do you say to people like that? All, all I would say with that particular argument is then, is the timing of the sacking. Whoever comes in now, what what can they do? You know, they're not waiting for anything. They're waiting to go down, basically, at this moment in time. They're, they're not actually challenging for an, for nothing. I mean, they're one goal away. They're one one nil, one nil victory away from being in the quarterfinals of the, of, of the Champions League. So... I mean, I don't think they would they would do it against Seville, but at the end of the day, they're still only one one nil win away from the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So how how does that get Ranieri the sack? I don't understand it. Yes, the league form is poor, but no one no one ever started this season and went, ah, oh, Leicester are going to retain their title. You know, Leicester are going to finish in the top four. No, I, I didn't think that at all. I thought they was going to have a mediocre season, mid table obscurity, but obviously that's. But the the, play, the players have have let the manager down. There's no doubt Big about time. it. And you can look back at say Chelsea last season. Yeah, with, with, yeah, with yeah. Hazard, Costa not really playing for Mourinho. It's Vardy and uh, Mares. They weren't really playing for Ranieri. So if he was going to make a change in the managerial stakes, I've got no issue with that. The issue I've got is what, the timing. Whoever tries of it. to look, 
what, what if they were trying to be loyal in it? They were trying to be loyal, thinking, yep, he's going to turn it around. But obviously, as the season keeps going, nothing is improving. They keep getting worse and worse. So they're thinking, well, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. So we might as well change him. If the players ain't playing for them, like you said, Chelsea, you know, the players clearly were not playing for Mourinho. New manager comes in, look where they are now. What about that? No, but like like I said, I mean, who, who did Chelsea get in last season? They weren't expecting anything for, for them to go on last season and win anything last season. They sort of ripped the season off. And it's the same for Leicester. A club like Leicester, who won the Premier League, got ample amount of money yeah, to, to, to win the Premier League and fair play to that. So that, that could subsidise particularly a relegation from the Premier League. I know that's not nah, man. I know nah, that's nah, not nah, the but best you can't, option. You can't write off the me. season. They're not they're not Chelsea though. They can't write off the season and be cool, you know what I mean? If they write off the season, they're in the championship. Yeah, but how that's can peak. you sack a manager that's brought the Premier League to? How can you sack yeah, a manager that's brought the Premier League? Has he the Premier League this season though? He no, he hasn't. He hasn't season. brought the Premier Look League at all this season. They're 18th. Yeah, but they why why do the it's players ugly. get off scot free then? Scot free. Nothing nothing's yeah, happening to them. They're still they're still going home in their five bedroom mansion being lovely jubbly. No problem whatsoever. You know, they yeah, haven't what, lost what their What club jobs. has ever got rid of players? Though? What club do you know has ever said, you know what, we're having a bad season, let's get rid of the players. The most, the people at the top are the ones that have to go. And I don't see how that's different from any other club. You have, you have to go. It's only because it's Leicester and they weren't expected to win. But I think it, I think if they had finished 17th last season and just about survived and they were doing this badly and he got sacked, no one would have batted an eyelid. He'd have been, yep, they're playing poorly, he got sacked. See you later. <laughs> no, but you know, it's, it's, the same, it's the same players as last year. Like they, they, they're just letting themselves down. Like, I don't see how they can be so poor. They, but it's, the, just... it's the manager's job to motivate, isn't it? What's he doing? He's just sitting there putting his eyebrows up, like looking confused, man. Now he didn't I'm look actually... like he had a clue. He didn't. He, he, like I, I, I did actually mention that the other week. But at the same time. The players have got to be held accountable, surely. Surely. The, the manager can only do so much. You're talking about motivation and everything like that. I, f- I think for me, if you look at a player like Vardy, he showed his motivation at the start of the season. He showed what he was all about at the start of the season when when he refused to go to, to Arsenal. That, that showed his true colours. That showed his true ambitions as a footballer. He knew that if he went to Arsenal, he would actually have to challenge. He would have to fight for a place in the first team and, and actually try. But being at Leicester, doing what they've done, he knew that he would have an easy ride. He wouldn't have to try as hard. He'd go down as a legend, blah, 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 all of that. Goes and collects his lovely big fat paycheck every week. And he's and he's cushy with that. He's cushy being a big fish in a small pond. And he just hasn't stepped up. And for me, for, for Ranieri to, to take the blame for all of the players not turning up. And you could say that it's his motivation, tactics, whatever. But for, for me, the players have got to take a long, hard look at themselves. And they, they have to be held accountable for, for what's happened to him. And if, and especially if the rumours are true that they went up to the chairman, they didn't even go to talk to him. Why, why not talk to Ranieri, try and s- sort this out if there's something wrong? Danny Drinkwater said a couple of weeks ago, they didn't even, he didn't even have a clue what was going on. He didn't know why. He didn't know why, what was going on. So how, how, how well, do you know them levels, is he? What, what is, yeah. what, what's the next manager going to do now? What are they going to go and get? Nigel Pearson. There was talks about uh, Man- Mancini. Mancini. Yeah, he's turned that down. Yeah, he's yeah but look, down. look at look at Swansea, innit? Swansea look like they were dead and buried. They got a new manager. And them same players look like, do you know what I mean? They're doing well now, innit? 
how they look dead in bed. Yeah, New manager yeah. comes in and and anyway, people, I'm only playing. I'm only playing devils. I know, I know. But yeah, but trying trying to wind you up. No, 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 no. On a level, though. Them players are snakes. Them players are snakes. Yeah. And do you know what wound me up as well with this? Yeah. Did you see that interview with the Schmeichel, where he was asked like four times, um, "Did you go to the go to um the owners and ask for the manager to be to be changed?" Yeah. And he came. He never answered the question. He was like a politician. Yeah. Absolutely madness, bro. Pure snakery. Absolute snakery. Them guys, they're not putting in an effort. They they thought we won the league, we're certified now. All we need to do is turn up and we're going to start winning games. No effort. And the players, for me, they've got to hold the collective L. This week is a collective L for the whole Leicester squad for snaking Ranieri. You disgust me. <laughs> yes all of you do disgust me as well definitely 100% Absolutely ridiculous ridiculous and you know what anyone you know everyone you know Leicester was like everyone's sort of second team last season you know what I mean everyone wanted them to win even this season to an extent everyone you know wanted them to, to do well at least but now they've sat Ranieri everyone's hoping to get relegated well definitely me as a Palace fan yes I would like to I'd like to see them relegated and, yeah, and, and for me the, the, I don't know why, but I'm just holding Jamie Vardy as as the biggest villain here in this story. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just his face. I didn't really like his face. But <laughs> I, I, just, I, just hold, I just hold him as the biggest villain in this piece. He just looks like a James Bond villain waiting to happen. Maybe that's the only movie <laughs> nah, you know he's making now. It's, it's fair. It's fair to put, to put him up there because when they were doing well, you know, who, who was the yeah, man? he was the main man. Yeah, he was the Vardy's party, innit? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So if you're if you're gonna be the main man when everything's going well, you're gonna be the main man when you know stuff is going badly. So he definitely deserves to um hold a lot of the blame just, this season. Just look at his scoring record this season. It's it's abysmal, abysmal. I mean, I talked about him not going to to Arsenal. Ars- Arsenal are, are lucky that he, they they, they, he never ended up there. That would have been a mess, man. Oh definitely. my days. Yeah, they they are they having they're having a mess. Them guys are obviously having a man, and they got Liverpool next as well. You know, that's, that's tomorrow night without a manager. Boy, I mean, love. If if you listen to the the last episode, I predicted a four 0 win for Liverpool, and then Ranieri <laughs> to be sacked after that. So I mean, I wasn't too far away to be fair. <laughs> Probably five 0 now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you say Vardy as well. You know, another man that's got to look at himself is Mahrez as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Was yeah. he African Player of the Year? He's absolutely atrocious this year. Yeah, you don't you don't see him skipping past players this year, coming inside, cutting in and, and smashing yeah. one into the top corner or curling one into the top corner, not at all. But, yeah, it, no, but how, like, how did them people, yeah, you see the people that were crying for drink water to be the England squad? No. Levels, think about that now. Drink <laughs> water in the England squad. Where are you? Nah, <laughs> Mediocre <laughs> players. Mediocre exactly. players that just Average. were riding away. You, you look at that back floor. Look at that back floor like that. Um, what's his name? Is it the captain? Morgan. Morgan. He looks, he looks clumsy. Robert yep. Hooth passed it. That Christian Fuchs overrated. Danny Dead Simpson. Guy. Danny Simpson. He was always been a waste man from day. <laughs> I mean, you, you only had, nah, he's a waste man. He's only had like, last season was the only season. Really, half done. decent. Yeah, anything, exactly. Anything half. And I don't think he was even one of the standout players, really. He's probably playing to his normal level. Mark but, Albrighton. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> the fact he's, that he's, he's even got guys. a premiership winner's medal is, is, is funny. It's laughable. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, these guys on the level. And the thing is, yeah, like we just said earlier as well, man. Now everyone wants them to lose. 
Definitely. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate. Everyone wants them to leave. For, for, for no me, I feel sorry for them. For me, they they they've they've destroyed their their legacy, their fairy tale that they had last season. It is it's it's done yeah. now. And I and like like you said, Kuda, I do hope they get relegated. I do hope they get relegated because I think see, it the thing is funny. As you said, when I was playing devil's advocate, as you said, if you're gonna sack Ranieri, do it in January so that the other guy can. No, it would have still been unpopular. Yeah, but at least you'd have given the guy a chance to you know make maybe sign some players. Sign some players. Their form's been poor since then. You know what I mean? Their their form's been poor all season. So you've had enough time to assess it by the Mm. the latest the latest part of December, just before the January Mm. transfer window opens. So get rid of him then. If you're gonna do it, just get rid of him then. You know, just yeah, it's that's... like ripping off a plaster. Just get over it quickly. The fact that you've left it all the way to mid to mid February, end of February now. It, sure. I mean, you might be lucky. They might go on a little run of six and seven games. I mean, we've seen it before. But I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, you're just just leaving that down to chance. And who's to say Ranieri couldn't have got six or seven games out of them to steer them away from relegation? Yeah, but exactly. you know, if if they come out now and they start firing out the blocks, like this shows you that they really are some top. Dollar snakes. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> if they come out now, oh boy, they are the biggest snakes in this world. See what they've done is like signing for your rival team, like moving from Arsenal to Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, standard boy, standard. I think as well, you know, you think if Ranieri had got sacked when they got relegated at the end of the season, I think a lot of people would have been more understanding. It'd have been like, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you got relegated. You know, we don't really think he's going to be suited in, in the championship. So fair, fair play. I don't think anyone would have really been crying about it, but it's just the manner of it. The, and the, the added little spice of the players, you know, like we've touched on snaking him as well. Like, who were you guys before Ranieri? Get out of here, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Nah, mediocre man. players. I said it before. They were mediocre players, rode away mm. and, and then snaked the man that got him up there. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just leaves it just leaves a bit of taste in everyone's mouth. I think. Yeah. I think. I think though. I think there's a bit of an overreaction in the sense of not overreaction in it being a bad thing. The overreaction. You know when the people are saying, "Oh, the game's gone." I, I've been reading that in a lot. You know, oh, Ranieri sacked. The game's gone now. The game is gone mad. Like, bro, like, how many Premier League winning managers have been I, sacked? I was going to say, game's been <laughs> mad for, for for a long time now. <laughs> exactly, for a long yeah, time. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? The game's been gone a long time ago. This is not like. The, the turning point of the game or something. I don't know what these guys, what, what world they've been living I will, in. I always find these people are, are of a certain genera- generation anyway. You know, they're mm. still stuck in the 1960s, 70s football era. Them days are gone. That's you don't it. get one club man anymore. That's a, that's a myth. I mean, yeah, you do certainly pick probably what, I don't know, at the top of my head, probably 10 players across the leagues that have stayed at one club. And if you're lucky yeah. enough that that one club is like, say, a Man United or or a Chelsea mm. or something like that, then yeah, obviously, I've, like, I mean, we got one within uh, West Ham, Mark Noble, who stayed there through and through his, his, his true West Ham colours. But I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's that sort of, that sort of player doesn't exist anymore. They, everyone wants to win things and there's only certain amount of clubs and there's only a certain mm. select few clubs that have got chances year in, year out to win things. Leicester, But the funny thing is, if you look at it, the funny thing is for me, and I don't know if I'm being extra, but I don't care. Um, I look at the manager situation. Every time a British manager, and this is nothing to do with Ranieri, this is a general point. Uh, when a British manager gets sacked, you always hear the same thing. He should have been given more time. He should have been given more time. A foreign manager gets sacked. It's like, yep, yep. You know, you couldn't have been gone quick enough. 
<laughs> some of these pundits, yeah, man, some of these pundits are just not living in the real world, man. You see, I'm listening to them like, nah, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't completely 100% disagree with that about you should have been given more time. Yeah, like, you get these media darlings. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know, I, I heard last season when, you know, funny enough, when Ranieri won the title and yes. some of these jokers trying to give it to Nigel Pearson. Yeah. Oh, this wouldn't have happened without Nigel Pearson. I can imagine. I was like, nah, bro. What about Nigel Pearson? Yeah, bro? you should That's take some bro. of the credit for that. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. You could take some of the credit for it when he when he ends up coming back to be a Leicester manager. Sideman. What a sideman <laughs> manoeuvre that is. Miss miss the Premier League title and come back just to try and save from relegation. Nah, sideman moves. <laughs> right. But I mean, we've, we've started this podcast and like I said, a, a bit of taste in a subject. Let's get mm-hmm. on to what football's all about. And that is winning trophies. And we've seen an epic EFL final. And I say epic. Oh, it's not really epic. I was just trying to build it up, to be fair. Man United <laughs> won it. So, I mean, I'm not really that bothered. If Southampton won it, I would have been on here. Way got on Southampton. <laughs> Man United won it. Not really that bothered about it. Anything? Yeah. Anybody got anything to add about the game? Yeah, Southampton got robbed. This is a Liverpool fan speaking, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Straight out, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got robbed. That first goal, it was onside. Now, like, when you saw the oh, yeah, replays, yeah. you could yeah, see it, was, it was onside. Now, how do you give that offside? And then, you know, from that, when I saw that, I knew straight away. I said, watch, I bet any money they're going to lose. Cause, and that's <laughs> going to be the big turning point in the game, talking point in the game, is that, that goal that's been disallowed. That was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, what that linesman is on, you know, I think they should find a way to make the offsides into some computerized thing, man. I don't see how you, you're, you're supposed to see the ball being kicked and the play. I mean, the fact that they get so many of them right, you know, is 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 a testament to their skill. But I, I still think the game is too fast for these guys, man. Yeah, but, that, but that one, that one was just oh, that was basic, man. I mean, unless if you thought it was the other guy that scored, I can't remember. Yeah, but then the there was, was two of them there. It was um Redmond and Gabandini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you saw one of them, and then the ball's gone in, and you're seeing two players there in that line, you got to he's got to question himself, like, oh, which one was it that I saw? Mm. Who is it? Like he's yeah. he's got to be questioning his own decision, and he's gone with the wrong one. No, it's a joke. As for the game itself, I mean. I thought, especially in the first half, like the in some in terms of team play, Southampton absolutely outplayed Man United. Oh no, they bossed the this build game. up. The build up play, just you know, the way everyone was connecting, they looked like a team. You know, United are just a bunch of individuals, but a bunch of more talented individuals. And that's what showed, <laughs> you know. You saw, you know what I mean? You saw my man Ibra, you know, Don. <laughs> yeah, he, he come out with that. But then the keeper should have saved it, the free kick. That was yeah. a bit Mm, yeah, that's a bit basic. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't like far enough in the corner. Do you know what I mean for him not to get it? And then you know you've got the other goal, which is like a semi sort of counter attack. Uh, you know, Lingard again. I just don't like his face. I hate him. The, I hate him. I don't with like him. Passion. I said it before. He looks like a snitch. Like that guy. He's <laughs> like, he a proper snitch, bro. I don't like him, bro. I don't like Lingard. He's something about him, man. Yeah, he, he looks like the evil no. character from Doug from back in the day. I can't remember. Yes, name. I know. Yes. <laughs> I hate him. I can't, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Maybe it goes back to that whole West Ham coach thing when he made the video pretending to be scared. Since then. I've I've just got no no love for him whatsoever. Nah, 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 nah. You lot, you lot are thugs though. You know what I mean? You was out here talking about Millwall, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, players got arrested, but you guys were there stoning a bus and all sorts, man. Don't be late, innit? You know, don't be, don't, <laughs> don't be, be late. Don't be two and a half thousand West Ham fans trying to get into the ground and you come in late. And that goes back what to the Van Howe era of not knowing that London has traffic. Donut. <laughs> See them glasses there, fully effort. You're, so a bus is late. And that means now you're yeah, just trying to get to no, then, no, 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 no. Let me explain it properly then. Let me explain it properly. The bus was late, yeah, coming into the ground. When you get into, yeah. when when we used to play at Upton Park, there was only one street to get down and that was Green Street. So everyone walks yeah, in the yeah. road. So then this coach yeah, yeah. tries to come plowing through two and a half thousand West Ham fans and then has mm-hmm. the audacity to beep them. Beep them out of the way. These are paying customers. Don't beep them. Yes, sir. So then, and then they stoned them. So then we stoned the stoned the coach. Yeah, well, that's standard, isn't it? Well, that's what happens. Don't beat people. Oh yeah, that sounds Don't correct. antagonize. Don't <laughs> antagonize violence because violence will find you. Yeah, antagonize. Yeah. Listen to this nonsense, man. Normal fans would have just walk, get out of the way, and verbal abuse. Do you know what I mean? And giving some verbal abuse, but boy, them thugs there, boy. Now, no, anyway, this is a subject about Lingard. Why make the video? Though? Why make the video? <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be scared. Right, anyway, Step out the coach anyway. and then pretend. <laughs> anyway, back back to this game. Uh, yeah, back, back to Lingard. I, I think, yeah, he's, he's a snitch. I think I think he probably is out there telling the manager who's late for training and who was mm. out clubbing the day before. He just looks like a snitch. He just does them anyway, stupid that's not dances point. as well. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's well, he gets them important goals in the cup finals, isn't it? That's it, man. He loves scoring a Wembley, isn't it? He's one of them, man. Yeah, so no matter what his face looks like, he's still getting them goals. We just out here hating, hating the man's face. The man gets the goals. But you know what? Your face is getting paid, like exactly. But hats off to Gavin Dini as well. Looks a very good player, future Liverpool star, there, future Liverpool striker. If you say so, mate. <laughs> nah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's guaranteed. You know, Liverpool yeah. don't even use money for Southampton anymore. Just they got like loyalty points. <laughs> just gonna slap them loyalty points. <laughs> that <in>. club card. Well, the signers that we signed from Southampton they ain't been too bad. So, mm. yeah, back to Gavin Dini <laughs> now. Anyway, <laughs> the first goal, good, nice little touch, put it mm. straight through the gears, legs, brilliant. And then the second one, that snapshot. Ooh. It's just like, yeah, come on, lad. I was jumping for joy when I see the second one going. I was cheering on Southampton the whole of this game. You'd have thought I was a Southampton supporter. The opportunities they had, I just cannot believe they went down and lost 3-2. I cannot believe it. Absolutely gutted for all of them. I was... Well, when you, when you got some of the quality of Ibra on the pitch, bro, you know what I mean? Anything is possible. But this this is it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's the difference between between budget comes through sometimes. You know, United can have a subpar game, but because they've got a certain calibre of players, they can yeah. get away with their performances. Whereas at Southampton, they've got to play to the maximum to have any chance of winning. Yeah. United, you know. And that's exactly what happened. It's true what you're saying because, like I said, they had all them opportunities. You give me United that one opportunity. Look at the Ibra's last goal. Hmm. You put that ball in, in that position and he's definitely 100% he's putting that away. <laughs> See if that, and I don't get why he, he took him off to uh, Gabardini. Why did yeah, he put I didn't long on. I didn't understand what that was. You know, it's not like you were winning. It was two two. You know, and he could have gone to extra time. You know, but you need them kind of players there. Exactly, because he's the that goal screen. Like he's the one getting the goals for your team. I didn't understand it. I was like, is he injured or something? Or what's going on? Is he on the card or like why are you taking him off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bit. It was a bit odd. It was a bit odd. But um, you know, that's another trophy for Mourinho, four time winner now. 
the Carling Cup, EFL Cup, whatever they want to call this thing. You know, another trophy for him, building up for next season. <laughs> I think, I think, I think they'll be serious contenders because yep. he's always second season. His teams are always on it. Yeah, because the third season he's normally gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> that's it, man. That's a maximum three season guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting more than that way. But yeah, you know, I did a good win for, um, well, good, good win for United, a little trophy on the table, you know, because obviously they ain't got no chance of winning the Premier League or anything like that. So they can, yeah. they can get, they'll take what they can get in it. How did you yeah, rate uh, Paul Pogba's uh, performance in the final? Super. Subpar, you know, once again, 89 mil for what? I don't get it. Do you know what I mean? He was playing deep, deep midfield. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like he plays number 10. I think Mata and Mikitarian do better jobs. He plays deep. Carrick and Herrera do a better job than him. But obviously he's 89 mil, so he's going to play. Cause I don't see what he does. It's like he just doesn't fancy flicks, you know, fancy passes, but. You know, he's not really dominating the play or doing anything special. So, do you it's think they tried to shoehorn him into the into the team just for the fact that the amount of money that they spent? Of course, he's got. He of can't course. sit on the bench. He can't sit no, on the wait. bench for eighty nine mil. That man cannot sit on the bench because nope. other people will be looking at asking questions like, "Why have you spent so much money on him and he's sitting on the bench?" I remember before the game, I was listening to like the build up. They said. For 89 million, he, these are the type of games he needs to grab by the scruff of the neck and he has not done it. And not for the first so, time either. Not for the yeah, first time. Yeah, it's not for the first season. time. It's quite a few games that he doesn't grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Like, so, Man United fans, but oh, we've already been back the money in shirt sales. That's what you get from them. If <laughs> He's you accountants like Pogba, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We've been back the money. It's been reduced to now. Yep. <laughs> Our net spend. <laughs> yeah, net spend. Yeah, all this kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, we won't talk about them man there in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Those net spend brothers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fair few of them out there, let's be honest. Let's, let's, let's move on then to the, uh, the champions elect. And for me, mm. I like to just make a, a special, special request for uh, the Fabregas there. I've always, I've always liked Fabregas. Kuda, you probably wouldn't be on the same level as me because he was a no, Barcelona no, like player. But no, no, I like, I like Fabregas. You know, he left, he left early enough to not have that. Fair that enough. <laughs> not, <laughs> not have that affiliation <laughs> with it. Yeah, That's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah for he's, for he's, me, I've got DNA strong enough. <laughs> I, I just, I just love Fabregas. I think he's a, a touch above. I liked him when he played for Arsenal. Obviously, this season hasn't gone as well for him. Conte mm. seems to fancy the, the the Matic and Kante partnership in midfield rather than the Fabregas yeah, one because yeah. Matic mm. just offers him a bit more, I think. But yesterday... Defensively, yes. Yeah, yesterday, Fabregas was Ooh. on his scintillating he form. He was on stuff. <laughs> oh, Three, 300th Premier League appearance, fair play to him. You can't be a subpar player with, with that sort of uh, league record. And obviously... No. It becomes the, the second highest assists man in Premier League history. Only Ryan Giggs is above him, but Ryan Giggs has sure? played like a million games. Yeah, yeah. sure. He's, he's Stuart lost. I think he's lost, you know. I think he must think he's on another podcast, you know. All these stats, like, oh, go on. <laughs> I've become statistic this week. Trust me, fellas. I've got plenty more lined up. I've got plenty more stats lined up for you this week. This is not what we do here, you know. Just give, just give I thought I'd just change the routine a little bit. Um, as, as for Swansea, as for Swansea, done well to get it back to 1-1. I think, personally, my own opinion, again, I think they should have had a penalty. 
I think yeah, Sigerson's, Sigerson's confused the hell out of Aspilicueta and he's just thrown his <laughs> arms up, stopped the ball going past. How's that's not yeah, a handball? Yeah. He's he's blatantly yeah, stopping yeah. an advantage for an oncoming player. For me, that's I, handball. I think Deliberate ref- or not, close or not, it's it's handball. No. It's stopped him going past him. It's got it's got yeah, yeah. it's, it's got to be handball. It's got to be a penalty. I'm not saying that I would have um, stopped the overall the result of the game, but mm. to to have a penalty denied, it would have changed the game. Yeah, it at one one for Swansea to go up two one, it would it would have changed the whole dynamics of the game. With that penalty, I think the ref the ref was looking at from a standpoint of it's a bit too close, mm. or do you know what I mean? It's, it's something along those lines, but I don't I don't definitely that's not the case, man, because his arm was. His arm is well away from his body. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole point, isn't it? Like, you know, your, your arm away from your body and all that nonsense. So. Yeah, because they say your hands are at your side. This mm. is why they just need to, to clear out handball. If you touch it with your hand and stop a player advancing with mm. the ball, surely it's it's got to be handball. It doesn't matter where you are in relation yeah, to yeah, where yeah, the player yeah. is. It's, it's got to be handball. Mm. If it's a shot and the guy's standing two foot away and it blasts off his hand, fair enough. I can understand that not exactly. being given as a handball. But we see it the other week with Sanchez when he batted it into the back of the net, and <laughs> obviously we see it see it this week where Sigurdsson has, has has done him hands down. I mean that was a lovely little flick, and he could have gone mm. on and and had a shot, crossed the ball across, whatever he could have done. Yeah, yeah. And it's it blatantly stopped an advantage for uh, the Swansea player. To be fair, I mean yeah, you know they should have had a pen, but you know looking at that first half, the game should have been dead. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Their their goal was a bit of a sucker punch because even the foul. For the free kick where the goal came from wasn't even a foul. That's some nonsense. What a header though. What the, what yeah. the ref was on, but then free header, header the, a bit you know poor defending. You know, surprisingly from Chelsea, but you know Yorente, you know he's been known all around Europe for being how good he is in the air. And that was a fantastic header as usual. But the goalkeeper for that Pedro goal, man, Fabianski. Oh. What was that all about? Jeez, Flappianski, oh. <laughs> 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 oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly, with Flappianski, he's definitely got the Leicester players to thank because he'd have been holding the L as well this week boy, for that nonsense. Oh, yeah, most indeed. definitely, that was absolutely atrocious. A Premiership keeper doing that. Oh, yeah, mate, pathetic. the ball's gone underneath you. That is absolutely despicable. Mm. I mean, you see me. If that was me and I was the goalkeeper, I'd be ashamed to like even go home like <laughs> see my wife and kids and stuff I'd be disgusted sleep in your car mate sleep in your yeah, car yeah sleep in the car you mean sleep in the coach I wouldn't even be able to drive my car I'd be that disgusted oh my days but no, no I thought the the DA, the Costa goal was good and, and I think Hazard is playing really well this uh, this year man I think he's having a really but he's not scoring nah, but his weird, overall gameplay yeah his overall gameplay is actually really good do you know what I mean he's causing trouble constant threat he's not like going missing you know what I mean for like large chunks of the game he's actually like doing things it's just like he's not scoring for whatever reason boy he's getting uh, the assistant boy and he's exactly, killing them exactly, man he's killing exactly. them other, the other opposition mm-hmm. teams yeah I think his performances have been really good uh, you know he you know, might not have the goals to go with it but yeah, performance is on point. And Diego Costa gets his uh, customary goal. He always just seems to just get a goal, no matter how badly or where he goes in the game. He always, he always uh, seems to just bang one in the back of the net. Just yeah, he rifled that one. In, oh, it's a brilliant finish as well. Superb. Yeah. See, Costa, Costa, Costa is like he's like the new Aguero. He's like the fantasy football banker now. Yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's guaranteed a goal with that guy, man. He's tapping them in. Now, can Can you actually see anyone? Uh, I mean, we've talked about it before and we've we said no. 
But can you actually see anyone catching Chelsea? They're, they're champions, aren't they? They're champions. Yeah, yeah. we might nah. as well just give it them. Give them the trophy now. Yeah. Nah, I can't see it. It, it will be if they used to do not win the title. It would be one of the most embarrassing collapses. It'd be funny though. Yeah, I'll <laughs> definitely be laughing. But um, well, I won't be laughing if it's it Man City, City. Pep win, <laughs> and Pep wins it. No, no, no. Then, then it won't be funny. But <laughs> if anyone else wins it, I, I think it'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's run through let's run through the rest of the results from the weekend's games Palace and Middlesbrough Palace won it 1-0 Everton 2 Sunderland 0 Hull versus Burnley or Snorfest 1-1 West Brom versus Bournemouth 2-1 Watford versus the Mighty Hammers 1-1 Spurs versus Stoke 4-0 Harry Kane on fire on that one wow yeah. And then obviously yeah. we got tomorrow, we got Snakes on the plane versus Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <And> let's, <laughs> let's let's start off with the uh with the Palace game. Van Arnold Yo. strike was the was the Yo. one to uh, separate the two teams. And and boys, what what makes that goal sweet as well is that he went past the former Barcelona keeper. Victor Valdez. <laughs> there's, there's always a Barca link somewhere, isn't there? Cooper? Hey, hey, I tell you, if, even if you went on holiday at the stadium, I'm going to link that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a sweet strike with his, with his uh, wrong foot as well. Yep, yep, right. To go with it. And surprisingly, you know, in Palace, you know, I predicted, I predicted a loss with this one because, yeah, I don't think, I think we're pathetic to be fair. But wow. Middlesbrough, man, my days. I mean, they went, I don't think they they got the memo that it's a football match. I think they thought it was a training match, attack v defense, because that's what they were on. They were not interested in attacking. They literally attacked for like fifteen minutes of the whole game. After Palace had already scored in the in the second half, they had a little fifteen minute spell where they tried to score. Other than that, they offered zero threat whatsoever. You know, Benteke was absolutely wasteful. Obviously, you could have been, you know, we could should, should have scored more goals. Definitely should have had a penalty. Oof, that the, penalty um, decision. The, the, is yeah, that the one that exactly. Townsend got booked for diving for, yeah? No, no, no. It was uh, McCarthy. He got, he got, he got booked. He got, he got booked though. He got booked for diving. Oh, it's McCarthy. Yeah, dinner. sorry, man. Yeah, it was yeah. McCarthy and he stepped, he stepped on his foot. Yeah. Like, Ridiculous uh, decision. Ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. decision. And imagine, imagine if they equalized as well. Oh, oh my days. Big Sam would have been going nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big Sam would have been going nuts. But luckily enough, Go through the match and, you know, as for Middlesbrough, man, you know, oh. this, is another, this is another game where they haven't scored. I'm sure Stuart, the stat man, has got some stats for us. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got, all I've got, all, all I've got is um, one stat on this one. And it's, it's just, again, Middlesbrough have continued their extremely poor form. They have not won a Premier League game since the 17th of December. Let that marinate wow. for one second. It's, it's now the wow. 26th wow. of February. And you still haven't won wow. a game. I think in that time they've they've collected five points, and obviously they've been five draws in that time of uh, about twelve games. <laughs> so, but the thing is, yeah, like, terrible for, for for me. Um, you know, Aita Karanka, he's got to hold the L because you know, you've turned up at ground where Sunderland, the bottom team, scored four goals in one half, and you look and, and score. You can't score you know one. I mean, you couldn't score one in 90 minutes and you literally only try to attack in the match for 15 minutes of it. Like, how does he expect to win games? Absolutely ridiculous. So you got to hold this L, mate. You are one pathetic loser. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Spot on with that one. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we go on to one pathetic loser of a manager in Karanka 
and we'll we'll dip into a, a next one in David Moyes again. Another loss for Sunderland. My Moisey. goodness, my goodness. I mean, if you if you hear his uh, reasoning after the game for how Sunderland are going to get out of the relegation battle, he actually says, if you look at the other teams around us, they have all gone on a run. It's only natural we will go on a run also. That's his only reason yeah. for getting out of relegation because other, other teams have gone on a run. What's that's something that to look forward that's something to look forward for too for, for the Sunderland fans, boy. Do you know what, yeah? The only thing I've got to say about this game is, I don't know if you guys remember or saw the Lukaku go. Yeah. You know, cause he, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like one of them FIFA ones. You know, he comes in, he's <laughs> running, he's running through, instead of passing it across to Valencia, he, you know, angles in for a shot. I'm thinking, man, if I was Valencia, you know what I mean? <laughs> if I was Valencia, yeah, and he missed that, I would have been mad. mad. Oh, Absolutely my mad. <laughs> oh, mate. That was a typical selfish striker move, boy. But with, but with, hey, with that goal, him. though, he's become Everton's joint top goal scorer in the Premier League with 60 goals, equaling a wow. Duncan Ferguson. Big dunk. Wow. Everyone remembers him. Brilliant little yep. player. And uh, yeah. talking of strikers, where would Sunderland be without Defoe? I mean, he Oof. smashed one off the bar and that's obviously f- that came to the uh, counter-attack that Lukaku scored from straight afterwards. 60 seconds mm. in between the two incidents there. So, I mean, they, they'd be dead and buried if it wasn't Defoe's goals. It just seems that's their game plan. Try and, try and keep a keen sheet and give it to Defoe to score. And yeah, of course they've got work, to because... If if they if West Ham had gotten Defoe in January when West Ham wanted him back, that would have all but sealed Sunderland's fate. They would have definitely been going down. I mean, they're still going down. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but that's just a nail in the coffin to say, yeah, we're definitely one hundred percent going down. <laughs> yeah, and for for this game as well. I mean, their goalkeeper, you know, he had one hell of a performance. I mean, he made a bit of a mistake, but. You know, he made a lot of saves. It could have been, a, it could have been five or six, really. It could have been five or six. And uh, some of the, some of the other games, I mean, utterly boring to be honest. West Brom, terrible against against Bournemouth. First of all, don't care. And then again, I think Bournemouth they scored what in a couple of minutes, isn't it? Penalty. Yeah. And this is a team that is incapable of keeping a lead. I mean, they might as well just let the other team score and then try to do a team because <laughs> <laughs> anytime they score first, yeah, they seem to lose. They're like the opposite of Middlesbrough. You know what I mean? Just guaranteed goals in their matches. The team's a mess. And they're just in a downhill, uh, downhill spiral at the moment. I think, you know, if they're not careful, they'll also be, well, I think they're going to get dragged down into the relegation battle the way it's going, to be honest. What, Bournemouth? Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, all this talk of earlier on in the season about Eddie Howe being the, the future England manager is a joke. Is yet another media exactly. darling? You know, we were talking about yep. that before. It's another media mm. darling. This guy can't seem to do anything wrong. But again, I'm going to throw mm. out a few statistics for you on this one. One win in My 10 days. games, five defeats in six <laughs> games, and they concede on average two goals a game. How you ever, you, wow. where, you, where are you going to go with that sort of statistics? No way. Two goals a game. That means you've got to score three to win on, on average. <laughs> Ridiculous. With them, with them basic players as well. Exactly. Come on, man. Exactly. I mean, Hull versus Burnley, that was a snore fest, let's be honest. Oh. Do you know what? One of my notes are for this game. Game put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good antidote for any amnesiacs out there. Yeah. yeah. When, the, when this was on, on, on Match of the Day, I fell asleep. That's literally all the notes I got for this. He's pathetic. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. But Harry Kane on fire for uh, Spurs as well. My yes, goodness. he was going to the set, sword today. Set Dali Ali up mm. for the fourth as well. 
I don't know. I, I, for, for me, tell tell me if if I'm wrong, boys. But I think the third goal that Harry Kane scores surely is it can't go down as his goal. It was never going <laughs> to go in without a deflection. So how can it be? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, uh, maybe that's just me. Once and my again, Spurs fan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Forget it, man. He's his hat trick. He's, he's exactly. done it. Isn't it? Exactly. I'm trying to take the shine. I thought that was poor. Like... I thought it was poor. To be fair, <laughs> um, right, I just want to. I just want to touch quickly as well on 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 Deli Ali. I, I would like. Mm. I would like to see this fella. I mean, there was talks about Real Madrid, and we we all know that's that, that's tomato <laughs> tomato ketchup talk there. <laughs> but for me, I I would like to see. I would like to see him in. Uh, Syria in like Juventus or Roma. I just think for the next couple of years, I know it's not the best league out there, but I just mm. think the time and space that he would get on the ball just to develop his technique, his vision a bit more, maybe calm down yeah. a little bit. I mean, we saw his tackle mm. in midweek to get sent off. I just think it would do an English player a world of good just to go out there and get another culture of football underneath their belt, you know? And I mean, again, Spurs fans won't thank me for saying this, but oh, well, you're a Spurs fan, so I don't really care. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I, that's what I mean. I just, I would just like Deli Ali just to go abroad and maybe become an English player, international yeah. that we haven't seen before, you know, because I think he's got the potential he's to do that. Scared, don't yeah, exactly. They're always in their comfort zone. Exactly. You know, if you're, if you're, look at the man that's spending Pjanic, right? This is one of the best midfielders in Europe, but certainly one of the most underrated. Yeah. And then Deli Ali would cost more than Pjanic. But in reality, Pjanic is a much yep. better player than Deli Ali. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, these English players are well overpriced. And put that as well with the fact that they don't even like coming out of, uh, you know what I mean, playing abroad anyway. So, you know, it's, it's hardly going to happen. But definitely, like you said, it would definitely be a good... Uh, a good I just I just think it will just add a different player. dynamic to his, to his arsenal that he's got, you know, because he is a very mm. good footballer. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just think given the time and space... That he would get in Syria, because he's not. Mm. He, let's face it, he's not good enough for Real Madrid, not good enough for Barcelona, and you ain't good enough yeah, for yeah. Bayern Munich. They're probably the, mm. the the three biggest foreign teams out there. And yeah. to be fair, going to play in France isn't really much of a challenge. So when I was thinking about it earlier, I was just thinking what league would help him develop a bit more. I mean, you, you're talking about a league that allows Francesco Totti to play until he's forty in the centre of midfield. <laughs> you know, so you get time and space there. This is that's what I was just getting at. Is is yeah, just a yeah, little yeah. bit of that, and to, yeah, to I think go on, go Italian football. Fo- Italian football, it's not what it what it once was. No, definitely hundred percent not. So I don't. I, to no, me, I, I, don't still, really I still, I still think tactically, it's still yeah, tactically, it's still quite, yeah, but it's, it's still a, a little bit. But then still, you remember, you got to remember, Delhi is still young, isn't it? So there's no. That's why I would like to it? see him in the next couple of years go out there so he can develop that into his game and then obviously yeah, but how do, how do, I hear what you're saying, but how do you know he can't develop that where he is right now? Because I just don't think the Premier League allows a midfielder time and space on the ball, you know? So they never, it's the same. You see it all the time in, in English football. We get, we get like this creative midfielder and they don't, they don't seem to, to know how to split a defense on a, in a, on a constant basis. I mean, you see it all the time when England go to major tournaments that they don't have that mm. that that splitting defense passer in in their team because they always rely mm. on the, on the foreign player in their Premier League counterpart team to do that for them. You know, I you know, Ericsson. Yeah, exactly, Ericsson. You know, straight through. And I I just think given that what England are at the moment is is a probably laughable experience in international football. I mean, they're a joke. Let's, <laughs> let's be fair. 
And yeah, uh, but you know, that, that is true what you're saying, but I think that's all down to the manager as well because the certain managers they've had, they've not been good enough to manage England. They want to stick with English like managers and I don't think, nah, it's not the way forward. I mean, who did they have before Sam Allardyce? Oh, Mr. Roy Hodgson. What a dead thing. What a dead thing. Me as a Liverpool man, I know, innit? When he said he was going to England, I was in stitches. He is absolutely dead. Dead. (laughs) I knew that for that New England were going to be dead because obviously, like I said, we've had him as a manager. And then to go and have Sam Allardyce, you're having a bubble, mate. Like, what's he, what's he won? What's his credentials? I mean, for, for me, you could blame the FA for for them for that sort of uh, decisions anyway. Cause no, they, but that's what I'm saying. But you see, them type of managers, they can't, they ain't won nothing like big on a big big level. So they don't they know how Capello to play as these. Well, and that didn't really work exactly. out for them. Capello, Capello, Capello won a lot as well. You know what I mean? Mm. What did they do with them? Absolutely pathetic, useless. Well, th- thankfully, yeah. we don't have a, a lot of time left to talk about the West Ham game. <laughs> all, all I will say on that is, Andre Ayu, thank you very much for scoring because you saved me from probably getting the L of the week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm dead chuffed with that. It wasn't a win, but it's not a loss. We're not going to get relegated, so really and truly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think we'll call that an end to our Premier League review this this this. This week. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, way. Let's just move on to them predictions, Mr. Sherrard. Yes, on to our predictions. We've got the first game, which will be Man United versus Bournemouth. I've got Man United down for 4-0. I've got this 4-2. EFL champions, 3-0. Leicester v Hull. Hopefully, Leicester will be on that bad run still. I've got them down for (laughs) 2-2. I've got Hull to win this 2-1. Snakes on a plane to lose 2-1. <laughs> Alright, Stoke versus Middlesbrough. Snorefest. Yeah, nil-nil. I've got a Stoke 1-0. Yeah, I've got a Stoke 1-0 as well. Alright. You lot are definitely on the same wavelength. Yeah, I was looking over Kuda's shoulder this week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we've got Swansea versus Burnley. I've got Swansea for 2-1. I've got Swansea 3-2. i got I got Swansea 1-0. On to the next one, which will be Watford versus Southampton. I've got Southampton for 3-1. I've got Southampton 2-1. Draw 2-2. Two, two. All right. West Brom versus Crystal Palace. Oh, boy. I've got West Brom for 3-2. Oh, cheers, mate. I've got uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace. I've got Crystal Palace 2-2. Two, two. This guy last week was was applauding <laughs> everyone for putting that. No, no, no. Not when, not, not when Tony Poulos is concerned. You know I mean? <laughs> I've, I've got Crystal Palace to win it. 3-2, Kuda, for you. There you go. Mate. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. On to the big one. Tasty. L- Liverpool versus Arsenal. Oh, boy. I've got Liverpool for 2-1. Same score, Liverpool 2-1. Seeing as I ducked the L of the week this week, let's see if Sean can get it next week. I've got Arsenal to win it (laughs) 3-1. 3-1. Oh, my days. All right, cool. (laughs) Don't worry, I know what's coming. Yes. Spurs versus Everton. I got this down for 2-2. Spurs to win this 3-1. I've predicted way too many Spurs wins this season. Everton, (laughs) 3-1. Sunderland versus Man City. I've got Man City for 4-0. Same exact score. Oh, Man City wow. 4-0. We all copied each other because I got 4-0 as well, mate. <laughs> we no don't rate. Moisey. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, and on to one. the last one. Hmm. Is West Ham versus Chelsea. On, I've got Chelsea for 4-1. Whoa. Jeez, I bet you just changed that as well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had it one more, dude. I had it down three one, but I'll go for four one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a, a comfortable two 0 victory for Chelsea. I've I've got a wonderful go on you Amers, four three. Go on, boys. My days. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Spend your money. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do it. Gamble responsibly. (laughs) Exactly. Gamble responsibly, way. My days. Anyway, if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave that rating on iTunes and uh, any other podcast services, Stitcher, Podcast Box, whatever else. We're on everything. Just search, subscribe, leave a rating. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Later. Laters. Bye. <laughs> 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 yes. Get it. <laughs> it's a bit of a delay there. <laughs> <laughs> oh.